episode um where we are actually we have a lot of people in the zoom right now uh this is exceedingly persuasive i'm brooke rogers i'm mackenzie brennan and there's so much serious stuff going on in the country so we decided to pick one of the serious topics and really dig in on that this week so that is the inimitable britney spears and her conservatorship. And her conservatorship. Uh, and we are joined by the Pop History crew. Um, do you guys want to say hi? Chime in. Yeah. Oh. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that's us saying Chime. hi. Uh, All right. <laughs> I'll just start. Hi, I'm Holden McNeely. I'm from Pop History. Joining me is... It's Jackie Zabrowski, uh, <laughs> the other host of Page Evans Pop History. Thank you guys so much for having us. Because today we're going to get into the nitty gritty of... Uh, of, of this conservatorship and y'all are um i'm not gonna say smarter than we are but you're you're gifted in different ways than we are and i just want to say thank you guys so much for inviting us here thank uh, to you guys explain a little bit Hell further yeah. thank you for joining yeah and natalie is also here i'm all i am natalie <laughs> jean also here from page seven's pop history we take uh by the way um a any subject we just did Remy and michelle's high school reunion ah. we'll take any subject and we'll did just you talk guys about, talk the about that on your legal show as well yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. we should What's, what are the top five legal issues in Romy and michelle's high school reunion uh who invented post-its do they have uh, the copyrights yes. also if female <laughs> friendship and should it exist or should it die well and then in we get into should female and male friendship exist I, and so I can't Disgusting. answer, cannot answer the post-it question, but you know what I learned recently? Mike Nesmith from The Monkees, his family invented Whiteout. What? Wow. So, see, this is topical. a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. These are the tidbits that we bring to the table. Um, and for all the, the, the pop history listeners who don't know who we are, uh, Mackenzie and I have a politics and legal podcast called Exceedingly Persuasive. Uh, where we break down the issues that are going on around us in the in the world and talk about the the legal side of them and the political side of them and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, and normally we just do like fun jaunty topics, but we decided to do a multi part episode on Britney Spears, and now we're all crippled by our own emotions yeah. and really wanted to. Add, Sometimes really the it's surprising, like you think it's going to be a fun topic, and then we are <laughs> weeping by the end of it. And we're like, right. I'm sorry, this is supposed to be a fun show to do. I will say that Britney Spears, we kind of knew what we were getting into when we started this because of everything that's been going on. Right. And this is really the time to get into this and also about the idea, which is what we really struggled with with the last part of our Britney Spears episodes of how much is the hashtag free Britney? How much do they know? And is it enough to truly know what this person is going through. And that's why right. I really, I'm, I'm so thankful that you guys asked us to talk about this a little bit further because as someone, I don't know anything about the law. I'm not even gonna pretend like I, I, I don't, I don't shit. 
But I do know that I think that this is bad. But I'd right. love to hear y'all's thoughts about and it. And then there's also, is it legally bad or is it morally and culturally? Like, where is the answer right. to the problem? Totally. And there yeah. was a lot where we were talking, all three of us going, yeah. is this legal? This seems like it should not right. be legal. Right. But then also but you're analyzing facts as they've been cycled through a, a lot of very biased, very limited sources of facts. Right. So I... Right. We'll, we'll put the caveat out here now that we're operating only on what is public information. So right. anything that we say analyzing her current status is totally hands off at a distance, just like shooting the shit. Like we don't have any expertise or background that other people don't. And my, my personal opinion is that Jamie Spears is an asshole. Daddy Jamie. <laughs> so everybody's We clear. all can get on board with yes. that. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I'm, yeah, I, I think consensus. Yes. Yeah, consensus is Jamie Spears is a jerk, yeah. He shouldn't be the conservator. I know that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, many documentations already, you know, books have been written about how abusive he was in the household uh, when she was growing up. I mean, so just outside of even, is he taking advantage of her? It's like, no, no, this guy's been like yeah. textbook alcoholic. Uh, a home, a household, uh, a domestic abuser, and now he's got the keys. Has a restraining order against his, uh, her son. Yeah. Or no, his, her son has a restraining order. Against order against son? him. Well, Kev, Kev, Kevin Federline put the restraining order <laughs> oh. on him. Yes. So another stand-up character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There was an altercation. Yes, because Jamie Spears hit Britney Spears' child. And now she's a not, that's a, a lot of the reason why uh, so m- much of her parenting rights have been taken away over the past uh. six months, eight months, is because of what her father did to her kid. And now she is the one that is punished for it. And he's, yeah, so he's still the conservator, even though he got into a physical altercation with the child. Yeah. That's question. So let's maybe at this point back up and yeah. have you guys do like crib sheets, very quick crash course. Obviously, if people want the full in-depth, dirty details, listen to they should go back and series. listen to pop history for sure. And we also talk about like all you know her albums and her you know artistic process, all this kind That's of stuff. Context. That we'll 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 yeah cut that out for the, mostly. We'll just say what. Where do we start? A young Britney Spears. Uh, she, she she was, you know, uh, from a very early age, she looks to be like a big dollar sign for her parents. Yeah. They were her dad was a failure biz- <sighs> in business. He was a drunk and um, not around, pretty checked out. They end up moving her to New York City. Uh, Lynn does the mom. She's another fucking character. And uh, when they get to New York, she gets her what she's well she tried to get her on uh disney uh mickey mouse the club. mickey mouse club but she was too young to actually audition she was like two it. years too young for it they told her she was too young for it so she ended up going to new york doing auditions and stuff and then um uh she's Jackie, been looked at as she's been looked at as a way for her family to make money since she was little they never put the same pressure on her sister or her brother it's always been on her and so all of the money the little bit little bit of money they did have went into her being a star and so from a child everything she did was never for herself. Not that I'm not saying that she didn't enjoy it. I'm not saying that she did that she hates all aspects of it. But what I do know is that she's done everything that she has done to help her family. 
because she is a loyal person Mm -hmm. who loves her family and from a young age always wanted to be a mom. And that is something that that we kept a part of the entire Britney Spears trilogy because it's it's such a huge part of who she is and what she's always wanted. And I think it makes a lot more sense of where she is now and how she feels about her kids being threatened and yeah. understandable of why she's flipped out. Sure. And, and I think one of the really troubling parts about her father still having control over her assets is like not only was she given this huge responsibility as a kid, but she was essentially it, it was inferred that. The family wouldn't necessarily have money for like food and stuff if she didn't succeed. There was always this sort of level of pressure on her that if she didn't succeed, the whole family would suffer. Like it's not mm-hmm. just stage mm-hmm. mom at that point. It's it's livelihood. Yeah, because right. right. he was Jamie Spears is the kind of guy who's like a flim flam man where he just sort of invests and does different businesses mm-hmm. and he fails at them all the time and then it ended up being like Britney was this is the cash cow this is the prize it, it reminds me so much of uh, Shia LaBeouf's story because um, I know that he did the yeah. the movie Honey Boy about his dad mm-hmm. yes. and I think mm-hmm. this is actually like the origin stories of a lot of these really famous people who end up having nervous breakdowns at some point in their like late teens early 20s I mean we pretty much like you said you mentioned the, the Mickey Mouse Club pretty much the mm-hmm. entire Mickey Mouse Club is it's like it's like nervous breakdown like alumni right it's this entire yeah. class of people who later um, had a lot of mental health trouble and like of course they did because there was so much pressure on them from such a young age to be providers for their whole family and be in the public eye right and I do feel like and speaking of the Mickey Mouse Club I do feel that a lot of her leading up towards her mental break was a part of when she dated Justin Timberlake, he was one of the few, and this is, you know, in the late 90s to the early 2000s until 2002, he was the only one that was protecting her, mm-hmm. that he was the only one that was on the same level as she was and also supported her emotionally as well as creatively. And I think that when that broke up and when that stopped was when that's really when you see when you see the overnight marriage when you see her getting married to Kevin Federline when you see when it's like all like all of the choices that she made after that we're really starting to because also she never got to be a kid. No, and she, she never was, got and, to that, have fun at that point too, Jackie. She was like twenty, you know, early twenties mm. when you're supposed to be experimenting and and trying different things. Informative. She was scrutinized to such a level that it, her quote unquote breakdown. She barely did anything that bad. Right. Like she shaved her hair. She did a couple irresponsible things, and they act like she's she this hit a criminal. car with an umbrella. Yeah. yeah. And she really How dare she? That car could have been a headlight could that have been. That car was right? someone's Stretched. son, okay? That car, that car is a, someone's family member. But this is so funny because so Brooke and I are a little younger than you guys. So she's about 10 years older than I am. But then I was talking to my little cousin who's about 10 years younger still. And kind of setting up this whole, well, she had a breakdown, I guess. Uh, she shaved her head. And so my cousin was like, isn't that essentially what Miley Cyrus did? Yeah. And yeah. it was an interesting thing to highlight. Because I was like, oh, yeah, a little bit. Except that the society at the time when Britney did it was so much more aggressive, so much more paparazzi heavy, sexist, all that stuff. It was back. It was the days of Perez Hilton. It was. And, oh, celebrities. And post-Diana. I mean, it's it's yeah. relatively right. soon post-Diana. Yeah. So, and and, and yeah. You, you listen to that time period and... and 
repeatedly people go the most controversial star and we talk about this on the show but it's like all these people who've like actually beaten their girlfriends who Mm -hmm. have like domestic abuse they're not the controversial ones but the girl who was like i don't want to look like a blonde pop star anymore for five seconds yeah and her mom and her mom's book i have to say this quickly because it's insane her mom's book it's called through the storm it's insane first off the entire book is crazy but in the very beginning of the book, in the epilogue, or no, I'm sorry, the prologue, she says, it was the worst time of my life. My sister died, and then I, I got the worst phone call the, the same week. Oh, my God. My daughter had no. cut off all of her beautiful hair. Kill yourself. She <laughs> mentions her sister's death in passing to go on to say to set how up. horrified it was that she shaved her head. Like that's that's yep. what we're dealing with here. That'll stick with you. <laughs> Which, like, listen, if if shaving your, if drastically changing your hair and like hitting a parked vehicle is enough to get you hospitalized, like I've done more self destructive things like oh, that yeah. just because I was like I, just because it was like a Monday. I was just like, oh girl, <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> I just cut off all my hair. God damn. Well, so I think I think and we're, I would say we're leaving a couple things out. Oh. First of all, they made her a sexy baby at the age of seventeen. At the Any time that she, baby. at the time of her breakdown. She was being followed by a squad of like, there were like, what, 70 paparazzi outside when she was dragged from her home and a helicopter, taken in a helicopter to a mental ward. She was uh, harassed every day by paparazzi. They hounded her. They were like her favorite thing. Screamed at her. Violently. Yeah, terribly. And and that's its own. I was even going to bring that up as like, can we look into this? But I think it's its own conversation that I feel like there needs to be better legal protections against the paparazzi and celebrities. That's its own thing. And then also, I will say, it was more than just shaving her head and hitting a car with a umbrella. There was a standoff with her children, uh, a custody standoff for hours right. where she was like holding that, like keeping them. But I will almost, say they did hostage. prove that in that hostage situation, when when the when the media said that she it was, was <laughs> that she was drunk and she was on drugs, completely sober. Okay. When they Is that good, when they though? yes they drug tested <laughs> they drug tested her they tested her blood. She was completely sober. It was the fact that they were saying that they were going to take her children away. Yeah. She was being hunted, and they said they were going to take her children away. So she, you're right, it's not okay. It's almost no, worse because then it's not substance. Then it's it's just your clear headed. She, it's, she, it's, yes. she, it's almost like they created the situation right. and then went, yeah. oh, you monster. She's just like, I just want to have my children. And she. it's not like when the hostage situation happened it's not like she had a gun or anything she was just like yeah. had them in a bathroom with her mm-hmm. and she didn't want to leave the bathroom so i think natalie you said this in your episode and i wanted to come back to it kind of throughout our analysis because conservatorship and guardianship have a lot to do with diagnoses um just because that's a, a baseline level of proving a lot of incapacities but i think you had asked like did the media and the paparazzi create the mental illness and I found myself wondering, like, kind of a chicken and the egg situation. Mm -hmm. And then does it matter at the end of the day? Because the fact is she she maybe cannot function on her own because of the world she's lived in. So even if it did create it, that's the world she's in now. Right. Yeah. No, I I, you're totally correct. And I think my my anger comes from the fact that the people who put her through this are the ones who are still controlling her. Mm -hmm. And maybe she does need help the wrong people are helping her sure and also all of us as like listeners of her music and fans are also not really doing any good but also her 
her father is not in charge of the conservatorship anymore. He stepped down after because he's ill after the surgery, so he is not technically in charge anymore. We'll have to which touch I on think that. is okay. is a nod. I think it is good. I think yeah. it's 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 a step in the right direction. She's still being controlled by someone that she did not choose yeah. to be the head. But that's of, always of the case, you know. Her money, right? That's what I assume. Yeah. But at least it's not her father anymore. Sure. Yeah. One more quick thing to pre-setting up the conservatorship. Mm -hmm. It was like arguably worser people were looking over her, and that was kind of why the father got the keys, was because this guy, Sam Lutfi, essentially slid in and was like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of all your business stuff, and just sort of, and was like clearly feeding her drugs and clearly like just a terrible influence. So it was essentially because of that guy that on, what was it, January 31st or February 1st, the family issued a, stra- a restraining order against Sam Lutfi that alleges he drugged her, took over her finances, and controlled the ravenous paparazzi, which he did. He set up meetings like photo shoots with paparazzi for money and, and stuff. And when was it? Like, this was this year or was this back in that was Oh, this is 2008. Okay. This is like the, the day the conservatorship got, got set up. And then on February 1st, 2008, Spears' father, Jamie, is appointed co-conservator of her estate as the star was deemed unfit to look after her own affairs, along with attorney... Love the name, Andrew Wallet. They come up with that one, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Brooke, you want to kind of set up what we're going to add, such as it is, to this? Sure. Mess. So if you if you did listen to the pop history episodes, and if you haven't, you should go back and listen to those to get some background. But uh, if you did listen to that, then you know kind of um, the, the circumstances of the conservatorship, um, we're gonna break a little bit. Da- we're gonna break down the legal side of that. Uh, so we didn't mention this before, so we should. Um, Mackenzie is a Supreme Court lawyer, um, and so she's got she's got the knowledge and the background on all of this legal stuff. Um, and so we're just gonna dig into kind of the nitty gritty details of um, what the next couple of steps might be for her conservatorship and like what actually um, all of this means. Uh, quickly, there. When we're talking about conservatorship versus guardianship, um, guardianship is when uh, there's a caretaker who care who ta- who looks after a person's um, well-being in terms of like their living situation and their and their health. A conservatorship looks at d- handles that, but also um, handles the scope of their estate and their financial well-being as well. So it's a so little like bit their different. entire being, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that that actually depends on the state. So New York is guardianship across the board. So the way that I think of it is that they're interchangeable depending on little nuances of state law. So in New York, we call it guardianship for both financial and personal affairs. In California, it sounds like they call it conservatorship for both. But essentially, the way that we'll use them, and because I practice in New York um, and I work for the New York Supreme Court, I I use guardianship. So if I slip into that, uh, just know that I'm substituting it for the same sort of standard. Um, Cool. But... Yeah, it's for adults who otherwise the presumption is that they can care for themselves, take care of their own person and finances. So it's it's divided into person and property powers, but um, you can have a guardian of both. But it's somebody who otherwise you would presume could take care of themselves. And so the showing then is that they can't. And we'll get a little more into that. But And I think that, you know, you guys sort of had a conversation about in the last episode about you know, does she need a conservator? Mm. Because there's, with the whole Free Britney movement, they're trying to, you know, quote unquote, give her her autonomy back and, you know, make sure that she has control over her life. But there is a question of, is that what's best for her? So, mm. um, 
we're going to jump into whether Britney fits the standard um, given for a conservatorship, basically. Cool. And then after that, kind of, okay, if that's the case, who should serve? Because it seems like that's kind of a subsequent question is, I guess now her dad has stepped down, which is good news. Um, But who should serve? And is there somebody better when a lot of people are going to be, it's like chum in the water. Like when there's somebody up for grabs, if you will, who's worth that much, but needs a guardian or a conservator. It's the same, right. It's the same as with, like, in all of this, Jamie Spears brought on Lou M. Taylor, who is Britney Spears's business manager, mm. who is also someone that runs, I don't want to say religious scams, but I will Uh-oh. say the phrase religious scams, yeah. because uh, Britney Spears had this foundation that she, the, the whole part of the foundation was giving art classes, dance classes, singing classes to underprivileged youth. And it had raised all this money. And then when Lou M. Taylor was brought on board, Mm -hmm. all of the foundation went under. And where did all of the money from the foundation start going? It was going to conversion camps that uh, were found. They were found out as conversion camps. And eventually the entire foundation went under. And where did the rest of that money go? It seems it went into the foundation that was run by Lou M. Taylor. And Seems to go just, have gone into methamphetamine and male sex workers. And I'm he wanted dance lessons. You forget well, about that part. He wanted to go. learn how to dance. <laughs> Let him uh, dance. Real quick, a, a note about money, too. I just want to say, like, even through... All right, she had her heyday in, like, the early 2000s. She has her breakdown around 2007, 2008. After her breakdown, her Las Vegas residency hundreds of millions of dollars she made she continued to make mad money her final las vegas residency show brought in 1.172 million dollars alone just that show one show see she has been making oodles of money hand hand over fist yeah yeah so is that added in like being able to make money is that added in to being able like as part of this guardianship conservatorship, can you be mentally completely unstable right. to make and perform and yet that? And consistently do a show. And, and This is a great segue. Yeah. yeah. So right. um, the biggest thing that I'll say at the outset, just to address that now, um, is that conservatorships or guardianships are tailored. It's not one size fits all. So when you hear that somebody, even that they have a quote unquote permanent guardian or a permanent conservator, That's just that it's not this immediate temporary sort of emergency petition that the standard is a little lower because it automatically expires um, and there's some showing of an emergency. Even if it's a permanent guardianship, you can tailor it to be just this number of powers because they've shown that they can't apply for Medicaid benefits or they can't uh, arrange for their physical therapy or, you know, so it's not... A binary of either you are incapacitated and you cannot do anything and you have to show that or you're totally free and good which is you kind of see that division with the personal versus financial powers as an initial thing right in fact shouldn't every state then shouldn't it always be separate and it is a lot in practice but like using new york as an example and actually california too because they both use one word conservator in california guardian in new york But in New York, we'll write they need a guardian of the person or guardian of the property 
or limited property powers and full person powers. And then you enumerate the powers that they need oh, in. And okay. then there are some kind of iffy powers where they have to come back and apply to the court where it's like, if they need this, uh, a good example that comes up a lot is moving the person. So if they're in a nursing home, but they want to move them back to their house with home care. It's like, we're going to put an asterisk on that power and say, if you want to do that, the door's open, but you have to make a separate application at the time, explain to the court why and where, okay. and then we'll say, we'll sign off fully on the power. So th there okay. are tailorable options, and it does sound scary if you think of it as a, a binary sort of thing. And that's where yeah. I, I can imagine the Free Britney people being like, what the fuck? Like, she's obviously able to sing and do business stuff. But that's what she knows how to do. That's that's the thing she's been trained to do. It's this financial, maybe interpersonal sort of dynamic that I think is is more ripe for question. And that is okay. her brother did sort of bring that up in that he was saying, you know, he thinks people are trying to help. But to understand, you'd have to understand that she's never like called to order her own yeah. food and stuff, which I get. That's a I hot, do you know. I do think that she could learn. Right. How, to how, do, how do we, it. but it just what's in place in, in terms of this stuff to, and I think this is what gets to my frustration is that even her own lawyer, this Ingram guy or whatever his name is, has only incentive to keep her in her conservatorship. And it's like, where's the social worker and all this right. that goes to her house once a month and teaches mm -hmm. her how to order a fucking burger? Right. Because right, I had asked you guys about this, about who checks in yeah. on a conservatorship so this is i'll just say at the outset to backtrack just a second so the standard that's used in most places at least most progressive places there might be states that are more regressive i would not be surprised but new york and california both tend to be like ahead of the curve in terms of you know protecting due process rights because that's what this is mm. it's it's depriving somebody of their liberty and it's a similar sort of bodily integrity privacy right to what you see in roe v wade so Side note to plug, all these rights Scary. are interconnected, and if we lose that framework, a lot of shit falls apart, so cuts both ways. But in any event, um, you have to show that the incapacitated person, so they're called AIPs, alleged incapacitated person, or IP, once they're found to be, does not appreciate the nature and extent of their disabilities and thus is likely to suffer harm because of those disabilities if somebody isn't appointed to help them. So then you kind of that's where the tailoring comes in, because it's like, what are the disabilities? What are the things they can't appreciate? What have we actually shown here with evidence? If we've only shown that she can't balance a checkbook or invest well, um, which I wouldn't be surprised. But if she I can't. can't. I can't. I Do I need help? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do, too. I want one. Yeah. Like she really hasn't been given the opportunity right. to prove that she can do any of that since like 2008. She's been mm -hmm. under this conservatorship for 12 years. And yes, they're having hearings. But when was the last time she actually, you know, got a chance to show that she could, um, you know, be independent and make choices independently? Because it seems like she's just been it's been assumed that she can't do that. So, up to this point. Yeah, you're right. And in researching this, I'm actually really surprised at how similar a case, um, if, if it's the worst case scenario here, the Brian Wilson and Dr. Eugene Landy situation yes. was. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Because Dr. Landy was 
uh, again, it's like it's the worst version of a lot of stuff that's going on here, which is also a useful point of comparison about like. And we're how- talking about Brian Wilson of the Beach yes. Boys. Yeah, yes. and also you yeah. should watch Love and Mercy because Love and Mercy oh, is yeah. so good. It's a very good. It's also a really Scary. good explanation of what was going on. And I mean, it's Paul Giamatti and John Cusack. How can you go wrong? And that other guy, <laughs> oh, right. uh, Paul D- Paul Dano Dano Dano. D- yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like Baldano. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he drank the milkshake. He drank the milkshake. <laughs> yeah, and all the boys came to the yard. Yeah, I, remember. I remember that. Just like Brian Wilson did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Eugene Landy was the psychiatrist for Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, is, I think, has been diagnosed subsequently with schizoaffective disorder. So he does have a psychiatric diagnosis. And in California, that's a threshold question for getting a conservator hearing, even. you So... That hasn't been released with Brittany, what her diagnosis is, but you know that just to get in the door of the court, you have to show that. But what, um, so which isn't surprising. I have a question about that. Yeah. What great, like, what tier, if you will, mm. of mental illness do you have to have in order That's to be considered for a conservatorship? I don't know okay. in California. Um, because it seems like, you know, like if it's, if it's just someone who has like depression. anxiety or depression or even like bipolar disorder, but, right. you know, show, they show that they can, you know, take care of themselves. Right. It seems like that that shouldn't be like a wedge in the door, a foot in the door and for people to, sufficient. you know, apply for conservatorship. Yeah. So I will say I'll make the comparison of saying that New York doesn't have that threshold requirement. So if you're assuming that it's kind of a make or break, then New York standard would be lower, but it's not. It's just that I guess California would like to show something more concrete in the beginning. Um, but then obviously that in now, and of itself. Now, is it a possibility for a conservator to hire the doctor right. that does well, the inspection of mental that's illness? Landy, that's Landy, right? That's my question. Because Landy right. was both his psychiatrist and eventually right. was appointed his conservator and was his business right. partner. So it's kind of, you see... Triple dipping. Hap- exactly. Yucky yuckies. Because I, I know that you can't say directly one way or the other because we don't know, but mm. it, does, it does appear as though she goes from being very clear-eyed to very heavily medicated in a way that seems debilitating mm-hmm. and a way that she seemed easy... She was able to communicate pretty well until these sort of drugged expressions come over her face over certain years mm. and that does it is a it raises the question like are there people who don't have a stake in this checking on how yes. she's being medicated so yes is the short answer and so there are people appointed by the court and it's worth stating that once once a petition is filed so somebody files a petition to be a conservator or guardian of this person. They're called the petitioner, so that's Jamie Spears here. Um, and then the the proposed conservatee is Britney Spears. So at that point, the petitioner has an attorney. The dad has his own attorney. Um, the court appoints an independent person who usually is an attorney. Um, in New York, you can get licensed, but you're still a fiduciary if you're a social worker, for example. But somebody with experience in the field who's gone through a training class, and they're called a court investigator or a court evaluator. And they're somebody who their job is to, like, they have access to all the bank records, all the financial records, and that's what the, the court appointment does. It's like, Okay, all the doors are open. You can go to to Wells Fargo and look at the withdrawals over the last 10 years. You can go to the uh, the hospital, and even though they have all these HIPAA laws, you still have access to it. So they can look at everything, 
and determine what is the real state of things. And then they write a report that is strictly for the court's consumption. And then the judge decides if that gets released to the parties. Um, I, I mean, the incapacitated person has access to it as of right because it's about them. But the petitioner does not automatically have access to it. And then, Ken, could you explain what as of right means real quick for the, yeah. for the layman? So it, it's essentially that due process sort of thing that because it's their liberty at stake, um, it's the presumption is that the incapacitated person has a right to see it. You can't withhold okay. it for for funsies or because somebody says that from it, them. You're right. right. So uh, okay. then so they're appointed by the court. They're not allied with either party in theory. Um, I've never seen it happen that they are allied with either party. I've seen it work pretty well. Um, and these are people that they're not paid well um, for that appointment. Um, and it's a thankless job. I mean, it's a lot of hours. I think I told you guys in an email, like we had a, a court evaluator recently who got lice because she went and sat with the IP while she got her hoarder deep cleaning of the apartment. And she Oof. just like hung wow. out with her. So like these, are, it's a thankless job. And you get a lot of people mad at you. So I tend to, just having seen it play out a number of times, I tend to trust their evaluations most of the time. That's not to say it can't go wrong, because obviously you Is have... Is there a difference between a court investigator and uh, and a social worker? Like, uh, like, what are the differences with that? Like, is it the kind of thing that, like, with in Britney Spears's case, would it be best, like, if someone else was looking in? They, like you said, it's a thankless job, which I don't mean to immediately just think of social work, but as someone that is mm-hmm. friends with a couple of social workers, I'm aware right. of how much they work and how little and things they, work they together. get. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, the, oh, so they work. So it is yes. the kind of thing that that sometimes they would bring in a social worker. Yeah. So often those social workers are are usually, if I could say, like one witness that's called more than any other type of witness. It's a social worker um, mm-hmm. in these types of proceedings. Now, in a case like Britney Spears's, I, I don't know that you would need to because there would be so many other people in her life accessible who are familiar with the facts. Because usually it's to show things like. They can't clean themselves. They can't clean their home. They can't file taxes, things like that, that the social worker knows because, say, Adult Protective Services had to step in. But the only difference is that a court evaluator or court investigator, depending on what state, um, they at least have taken a class to be licensed as that in the court system. So there's a little bit more familiarity with what the legal standard is. And a social worker can do it, at least in in some states. They can go through that class and be licensed. But usually it's lawyers just because they're the ones who are aware of the system. But Gotcha. Yeah. But so, yeah, they overlap. With this burden of proof, it's like, how do we know in Britney Spears' case that she can't do all of this? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, again, like... I know that we they're don't. like, well, you know, she can't balance a checkbook and stuff. But like, like I said before, it, yeah, it just seems like it seems like she's just because she's been under um, it is mm-hmm. a, it is a like a second chicken and the egg thing where it's like, yeah, you you took all of this power from her and right. said right. no other people are going to take care of this from now on. And then you say that she can't do it. Then oh, you she say, can't well, do look, it. She, she can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And she can't learn. And that's kind of right. where the yeah. onus, unfortunately, would be on her to take it upon herself to learn it and then show the court because it's not like in these situations the it's just it's impractical to to have the resources and the means as a court system at large and otherwise you're just you know preferencing the the money cases but 
the court can't be like, let's call someone to come in and teach you because even though it's been shown with clear and convincing evidence, which is a higher standard than usual civil proceedings, um, mm-hmm. which is good because it's a due process, but it's like closer to the criminal standard. So it's good to know that that, that evidentiary bar is higher. But the court can't then go and be like, I think you could learn, though, if somebody parented you better now. <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, it's, yeah. But if she were to do that, she could of her and own. So voice. she would have to take, um, she would have to take charge and say, look, yeah. I can cook my own food. Or and other people in her it life. It seems like that's a fallacy, though, because if that was a minor, then you would be in putting them into classes and stuff. And well, if that's they're the key difference, adult, right? Yeah. yeah. If they're an adult who can't, they need the help, then... They should be given it. It's kind of where the, yeah. the Constitution presumes your independence and liberty is. That as a minor, the presumption yeah. is that you have a guardian or you should have one already. As uh, somebody who's reached the age of majority, the presumption is that you don't uh, need that guidance. And so, and that's the thing, Ken. Right. Shouldn't shouldn't the um, shouldn't the fact that she should have a right to liberty out like shouldn't they have a heavier and have your influence on the decision making that's like because it seems like uh protecting her due process and protecting her right to like you know liberty and um agency and all this like it just seems to me that that should be given more consideration than it's being given in her case yeah i agree with you but at the same time what about the candles burning down the gym it's like then it's things like that where? That's true. Wait, what happened there? Because you, you referenced a a, something with a lot of fires and her, and I missed that. What happened? She's so, so this was even just a couple of months ago, but I believe that it's the second time that it's happened where she lit candles inside of her gym, forgot about the candles, and it burned the like part of her at home gym down during quarantine who among us has not burned a gym down okay but how old were you i mean like did you learn the first (laughs) right and did she is she aware of what is happening or was it on purpose maybe i'm looking into this too conspiracy theory wise was it on purpose like because she is a smart human being but how would that help she I mean, she's been like she's not she's not incapacitated. She's not a vegetable. She's not, she's not fully. It's not like she got nothing right. going on. She's not binary zero. Right. I'm right. more. I'm more of the mindset that the medication she's on is causing yes. her brain to be. I think she's sloggy. being drugged. I think yeah. she's straight up being drugged. So this is kind of an interesting thing. And Brooke and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, I think that there's a presumption. And let me start out by saying the whole like Brian Wilson Eugene Landy thing is evidence that this can be abused, but. Mm -hmm. What I want to say is that it's not legal. So the fact that people can abuse the power is neither here nor there for this piece of it. That if you want to forcibly medicate somebody, so give them treatment against their will, that is a separate application. It always is. Because that standard is so high across the board on a constitutional level. So you cannot write into a guardianship or a conservatorship opinion that Regardless of what happens, uh, they've shown that they're so messed up that whenever you want to pump them full of something, that's your call. You can't do that. You always have to come back and apply under a different procedure to get that treatment and show that they are, you know, forcibly resisting it, that this is the only option and that it's this necessary. So, again, obviously, 
you can encourage somebody, you can coerce somebody, you can uh, even force them physically in a way that is not legal. But yeah, the power isn't there in this proceeding. But now with this kind of thing, is it legal that if it was the kind of thing where she believes that she is on drugs that she shouldn't be or, or, or if someone believes that she is, is it the kind of thing that the court could order a drug test to see what is inside of her system to sure. see if it co if it goes along with what is being prescribed sure. to her from a legal doctor? So they can do that. They can do that um, with any of these things. A, it's a similar sort of thing that, like, we're thinking about Britney Spears and Britney Spears's case, but you have to think, is this practical for anybody? And a lot of the cases that right. I get, um, they're indigent, and they don't have people looking out for them. They certainly don't have, like, members of the public looking out. So you, if it were everybody who could just come in and be like, I think that I'm being medicated with the wrong thing, please test me, that it, it wouldn't, it'd be untenable. You, you, like, the system would fall apart. So you have to think about what standard of proof there is for every type of application. So the short answer is yes, they could do that. Okay. But they'd have to show some indication other than my meds aren't working or she seems kind of loopy in this video, but she also has a psych diagnosis that involves ups and downs. Um, but I think that this is evidence that she's being medicated falsely and or, improperly right yeah it, it, i think and i i think that's what a lot of people why they they question it is because mm -hmm. she didn't really show any indications of having an inability to make decisions just because she had a nervous breakdown like that doesn't right. mean that you have to become drugged that heavily and it's weird it, it feels weird and it looks weird yeah that she is being well do that we know way. that it's drugs or do we it's, I, I feel like we're just basing that off of how yeah, fucking bonkers okay. she is in her Instagram guessing. post. But I mean, she just clearly, to me, on in she's like a different human. Post, mm. Yeah, she looks like she's drugged out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If she's not drugged out, it would be like brain damage or something. You know, I've done poppers. I've done right. downers. You know, I've done fucking uh, weed, dude. I've done oh, all of us. snazzy snappy. Okay. <laughs> Let the record show that Holden McNeely has done weed. Yeah. We're going to write that down. I've done weed. I did mushrooms in Amsterdam. I freaked out. <laughs> I did so much of it. You know, whatever. And I'll come back for a 420 episode. Look at this guy. You're crazy. Oh, this my God. Guy. Uh, but she is, and then is it possible she's self-medicating? She seems with drugged. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weed. Well, Kenzie, I, I had asked you this earlier, mm -hmm. and I'm sorry if you've already explained oh. this, because... Me dumb with legal things. You might have already said it's it, messy. It's it's hard for me too. So fuck. Most, I think you might have touched on this. Most people in this situation don't really have a lot of asset property. Don't have mm -hmm. an entire uh, what's it called? Empire? Not an empire. Oh my god. Yeah. But basically, yeah. Um, They're not state, all queens like, like Britney Spears, right? So. Are there specific laws in regards to this sort of thing if you have assets? Mm -hmm. and if there isn't, should there be? Because it seems like there's so much, there's so many people who would want to take advantage of the yeah. situation. Right. It seems like there should be something in place. Yeah. So this actually intersects with Holden's question, too, about like, what is the incentive for somebody who is either her appointed guardian or her appointed attorney to really advocate for 
like actually advocate for less restrictive means, which usually is the preference. It's like this has to be the only option to provide for her needs if they're making bank on it. And yeah. if they keep it going, then they keep making bank. They're making all. They're, they're making, all making money like, right now. Yeah, yeah they're they making are. like six figures a year, even mm-hmm. more actually, if you factor in like all this other stuff that they take to the court and say, "I need you know office space needs to be reimbursed right. and all this kind of stuff." Everyone's getting like a massive paycheck, and even including her own lawyer that she didn't choose. That and, and I just weird. feel like that guy has no incentive to not to get her out to actually advocate for her yeah right yeah it just seems like he has all the incentive in the world to not get her out because he's making bank off of this situation and i can see where that um suspicion would come in this is one of those things that given and obviously i'm biased because i i work in this institution and i have somewhat rose-colored glasses on in terms of like i'm involved in this and i like to think that we do a good job Uh, And that the statutes are at least maneuverable in a way that protects people. Um, And I'll say to my own judge's credit that he is somebody who does not rubber stamp guardianship applications in the way that some judges do, um, Mm. which means it's less abusable. But um, Mm -hmm. this that said, I think that this might be one of the things where the fix is not in the law, per se, because so protections. If the estate is of a certain size, and this is a little bit discretionary, but I'm going to say, yeah, Brittany's falls into that category. And there's an equation that they use to figure out how much, but the guardian has to put a bond down. So if they're going to be guardian of the finances, they have to put a bond down that is held by the court to say that you will be financially responsible and it comes out of your pocket. We keep that bond or, you know, part of it if you do something not in the person's interest with their money. It's a down payment on a conservatorship. Yeah, and that stays there and can be renewed as, like, for the duration of the conservatorship, however long that is. So that in and of itself, obviously it's not going to be the whole value of her estate, but in a very real practical sense, money out of their pocket. Uh, And an incentive to, like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander kind of thing that... If she's daddy's cash cow in the way that she has been, um, why not just keep her doing well in terms of of business decisions? Now, in terms of prolonging the conservatorship, that's more of an amorphous answer that might not be as satisfying, which is it's the same thing that keeps criminal defense attorneys in line. It's the same thing that keeps uh, anybody who represents wealthy clients in line, which is that, yeah, by that logic... If you represent somebody very wealthy, you could or maybe should advocate for them to stay in litigation for a long time so you keep getting paid. But we don't see that being a problem just because, like, there are criminal sanctions, there are civil sanctions, you lose your license, you're a fiduciary. Like, there are a lot of personal consequences that come out of abusing it. And for something like this, Mm. especially with a celebrity, there's a lot of oversight. So well, and that's exactly what Jamie Spears said. Well, yeah, fuck. he's like Jamie <laughs> Spears is like you keep saying that I'm taking all of this money from her. He's like, but I have to provide receipts for all right. the things that, that I take from her. Mm-hmm. Everything that I pay from her estate has been okayed yes. by a judge and by anyone else, I guess, who was uh, who was looking at mm. it. And that was actually something that he came out in saying about five or six days ago. Oh, interesting. Because he because the family's getting death threats. Right. I mean, like the hashtag free Britney movement. Which is, right. is not helping anything, guys. Could, please don't send people death threats. 
Yeah, that's insane. No, and yeah, it's not like very anti-death threat. Legally helpful either. It's not like it's helping her case to have. No, to, right. No. You're not helping her doing no. that. So I yeah. But, and, and, okay, this is like this is a question that may sound harsh. That I'm not that I'm even thinking it, but um, <laughs> honestly, okay, if it's not about money, why else is Jamie Spears doing this? Because he doesn't have a good relationship with his daughter, like. Every time he talks, he like he even he said that it was really strained. He's abusive to her kids. Like yeah. I don't believe he's just doing this out of the goodness of his heart. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. I don't right. either. So I think at all. The first thing that I'll say, and then I think we should all get into a conversation about like this could be a good leap to who should serve uh, if she does mm. need a guardian. But the one thing I would say about this also is that it's not necessarily a binary. So if it's good for him in a lot of cases, it's going to be good for her. So it's not that he's like a magnanimous stand-up guy. It's just that if her business does well and if she's doing well and if she's keeping her shit together and has a good public image, that benefits him too. They just happen to be aligned interests. So it's like yeah, he yeah. he's not necessarily being a good guy. It's just that like when she does well, I do well. Right. It shouldn't be that way because he's serving no real purpose to her, in my in my opinion. So he's yeah. out now, correct? He, but he's apparently out, yes. Let's talk about him a little bit because I want to know, I know, Natalie, in the episode you had mentioned, like, abuse allegations. I think there was some reference also to a bankruptcy filing, which is kind of funny because in New York, um, that's like a blanket disqualification for being a... Oh. Guardian of Finances. Okay. So. Yeah, that was back when they were, you know, dirt poor and right. living in. Well, what's her hometown? It's um. It was Louisiana, right? It was some some, some shithole. It's like ta- uh, tally to towns. Yeah, yeah. They have like a town garbage can. Yeah. Where, like, everybody <laughs> throws their stuff away. Like, it's just one garbage can in the center yeah, of town that everyone threw their trash into. The middle, and the children dance around it. I mean, literally, the guy who she married in Vegas. Uh, Britney's mother, like, had him in daycare. Like, the town is tight. Uh, oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kentwood. It's Kentwood, Louisiana, by the way. Kentwood, oh, Louisiana. Okay. In case anyone's familiar. But that's uh, that's another thing before we move totally off of, like, is she incapacitated? The fact that she's entering into, like, legal contracts flippantly. So the, mari- the two marriages, the custodial battles... Um, I feel like there was one other thing. Well, and then it makes sense of why he wanted to keep the money in the family. So that then no mm-hmm. one that married into it could take control. Well, except... but then the guy, the guy they got enga- that got engaged to her was made her conservator. Did you know about what? this? Yes. That's yeah. so, so a guy, Victorian. Uh, so I her know, right? agent, uh-uh. right? So her agent was this guy. They got started dating. So he stepped down from being her agent. And when they got engaged, he was signed on to be her conservator until they broke up. He gave her women's hysteria as a diagnosis. Mm, and then yeah, you gotta just take out the uterus. And just then they take threw it her, out. They th- he threw her in the local, uh, the local psychiatric hospital. <laughs> it's, it's, but that was, is bananas to me. But he wasn't, a, he was a proposed conservator. Not, I think he was. I saw. I, I and I'd, I'd have to go into my notes, but I mean, I'm almost certain that I, I saw that he was made. This was a few years ago, though, right? Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is a few years ago. So there's been he some turnover, like frequently with who. That's but weird. It's all these like viper men, like these yeah. dudes who just keep rolling through. Well, you know what? It probably trying to trick. 
it, it probably is that how we're talking about like yes you can go back and petition the court to change elements of it so it's probably that people keep going back to the court and being like there are problems with this arrangement and the court's like yeah you're right and so then they come up with because she's still not independent or, or they haven't shown that so then they come up with a new arrangement and that's fucked like it's like game of thrones but the throne yeah. is britney spears and no, everybody else is fighting over it all the time and it's still made out of swords but it's just also yeah. britney spears the pop scene <laughs> also his name was J- uh, jason trawick trawick that was in 2011 when the engagement broke off he was removed then you also have <gasps> wallet which we didn't talk about how wallet out of nowhere stepped down and was and in a weird kind of rash way and was like effective immediately. You must accept this resignation, all this kind of. That was craziness. last year. And that's and that when Jody year. Montgomery. So that was also at the same time Jamie Spears was undergoing surgery. So Jody Montgomery was brought in at Jamie Spears's a- approval. So do we have like a puppet that was master forth sort of yeah. Yeah. Okay. to be like in charge in case Jamie Spears died because he was going through so many health problems. And the ironic thing is that this is the kind of circumstance where you could see Jamie Spears getting a conservator himself. Right. Right? I know. Right. Yeah, this guy named Craig McShyster Trixelot <laughs> came in and he was like, I need to Legal be Jamie's name. conservator. <laughs> yep. And this also around the time she's hospitalized and she discontinues her residency, cancels her residency and touring and stuff out of nowhere. So that's why, and that's where Fair the enough. Free Britney movement picked up steam was they were like, wait, What's going on with the conservatorship? Is there shady shit going on there? Also, why is she out of nowhere canceling her her residency? They're mad because she... the tour is not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, also basically. saw the funny thing is like um, <laughs> the one point that I saw that was made is that um, during this time where they say like she can't, you know, make her own decisions, she needs to be taken like every facet of her life needs to be taken care of by someone else. Like as they're saying all of this, she's doing like pretty dangerous tricks on stage and being yep. like hoisted mm. into the air on like mm-hmm. these swinging things and like doing stuff that like if yeah. she really was like unable well, to make her own choices putting her in bodily harm and you know in bodily harm's uh-huh. way seems right. to be kind of antithetical to that absolutely and she also runs a lingerie line and has been writing music like the whole time she's running multiple See, businesses. this is where yeah. i'd stress the not not binary sort of thing again that yeah that it can be in capacity for the purposes of like not actually but to use what her brother said like making reservations or filing taxes or knowing what to do with your money but it's the presumption is that you have all the freedoms that aren't listed as powers for the guardian if that makes sense so it's like you could still make great lingerie and have good business savvy for that, and you could still be a good performer, but unless that's a power that's enumerated, the guardianship just touches the things that you can't do, which is good, because you want the presumption to be narrow and only expanded upon right. the evidence. But I do think okay. that it's tough evidence that people do keep bringing out, like, well, she's capacitated in this way, but that's not a power that, they're trying to impose control right yeah to me it just seems sort of gross that Mm -hmm. it's like okay you can do all these things that make money right but you can't have any control over that money you know what i mean like i I know that like legally that it might be okay morally yeah right but it just seems gross to me to be like you can go out and make millions upon millions of yeah. dollars and you can work but really hard. But she can't hard. go to Starbucks. Yeah, but she yeah. has but no control right. over how that money is spent. Like, that just seems right. like, 
a puppet on a string to me and it doesn't it seem is. like she has any she's real given a, i think she's given an allowance right she gets like four hundred dollars a week or something insane oh that's, my god that's inc- that's incredible to me like what are they doing she's a, for she's her? a cash like, cow and she has an like a four dollar allowance per week that's not, just, i can't remember the exact amount i i don't know offhand but i know that she was given like a tiny amount of money so this is where i'm gonna sound like boring scully nuance bullshit but i i would want to know what the powers are that are listed and those haven't been released to the public and then if we're looking at the amount of money that she gets for personal use first of all what is the evidence that made them take that away from her to begin with what was she spending on could have been something nutty um because usually you don't get to that point without evidence Usually. But it's her money. Right. If she wants to buy a fucking elephant park in Texas with yeah. her money, she should be allowed to. Like, in sorry, I'm they're... yelling. I'm not yelling no, at anyone no. to kill. I'm just yelling. I can't see what I'm trying to say. Is lawyers are bad. Lawyers are, are bad. bad. Yes. At... Honestly, <laughs> nine times out of ten, a little bit. Maybe it was. Maybe it, she tried to buy a I'm slide made out of knives for her children. Like the Game on. of Thrones. Like the throne. Yeah. 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 Maybe. <laughs> Game of Britney, Game of Britney. Uh, okay, so. I also wanted to add the Kabbalah thing. Like, if we're talking about evidence of like good, <laughs> yes, judgment um, and how easily led we are. Hey, if Madonna told me to read a book, I'd read it. Okay, but that's you all can't I'm read say it about because that. that's what you guys said, right? She can't read it, but she says she, she reads it. Read but sometimes it. Right. you don't get it. <laughs> I just, I really, I really want to know what storage unit that ancient text is sitting in. <laughs> You know what? I appreciate that she tried. And I think that that's a good old Southern girl right there for you. She looked at it and she's like, well, maybe she looked up, you know, the the letters from the Hebrew alphabet. And she uh, tried to put it together. Who knows? She gave it a real Alabama chance. And you're telling me she doesn't have capacity to learn. I mean, I know, right? Oh, I'm saying. Kabbalah. Come on. <laughs> so wait, so so before we move on to the who, yeah. do you do you feel that she should have a conservatorship over her? Ooh, that's point? so t- Okay, so I'm going to like and answer the, the question asterisk. presented. For answer the, the question. Um <laughs> bearing in mind that I am only operating on my knowledge of the system and kind of best case scenario because I I do think I have a good judge and good parties who do this and not knowing all the facts and not knowing what powers the Guardian has, I do think that, yes, she is potentially somebody who's a candidate for a limited for a limited oversight. And the shitty thing is that, again, answer probably is not in law. It would be great if there were people in her life and for all the money that she's given back to people and for how good a person it seems like she is on a face-to-face level... It would be awesome if there were people who cared about her and would be like, okay, you know what, bitch? Like, let's just sit down and learn how to file taxes. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. do that. Or you could get an attorney to fucking file, don't, by the way. No, like, no more of these men. No more people. of these yeah, attorney like, men. Somebody a just lady women only. Women lawyers yeah. only from now on. Women only. But we all know women can't be accountants. But you <laughs> yeah. all know. If anybody has her number, I will go and just sit with her and be like, listen, friend, let's go through this. Let's just sit just and figure right. out. And we all know her 23-year-old boyfriend is not going to oh be the one God. most likely 
to do that. <laughs> I just hope he's nice to her. I just hope. And I, fun like and we were sexy. On the show, a fun yeah, sexy time. I, as, as Jackie, you were saying on the show, I think it's great we don't know a lot about the relationship. Yeah. I'm glad she has privacy. I yeah. just hope he's a decent guy. That's so that's all. also evidence that like maybe the conservatorship isn't the worst thing. Like a lot of people, right. and this is important. Um, I know that Brooke will recognize this because I quote it all the time. It's from Ginsburg's. Um, actually, this is great because today is the anniversary. She quotes it all the time. I do. <laughs> this is the anniversary of Lyndon Johnson signing the Voting Rights Act into law. Congratulations! Which, which is great, but also then it was dismantled by the Supreme Court. So this is from oh. Ginsburg's dissent to the conservative Supreme Court dismantling that. And she said, it's like getting rid of an umbrella because you're not getting wet. So that's mm. kind of how I see the conservatorship potentially, like the argument that people are like, well, she seems so much better and she, you know, has a more private life now. And it seems like she's quietly working on her fitness and stuff like maybe, maybe there's a scenario where that means something is working, at least an element of it. But you said the word limited. And yes. what is the difference? I think, but what, what what is the difference between limited and what's happening now? Because I feel like it's Nothing. not limited right now. Well, so limited oh. is kind of a small L that I'm putting on it, just to emphasize okay. that there's not a one size fits all. You have all powers. We don't know what powers exist because it hasn't been released. But you don't, like, to get a guardian or a conservator does not mean that you have these set powers full stop. Um, like, I write these decisions, and I have to go through what powers were shown. Like, the need for each power with evidence. Like, did they show that she can't do this? Did they show that she can't do this? And only the ones that they've shown with clear and convincing evidence go in that decision. And okay. everything else is still open. So when I say limited, I mean that in practice, everything is limited, even though it sounds very drastic. And it could be. I mean, it could be a worst-case scenario that, like, Somebody abused this, and then the judge was also abusive, and it could be a lot of abuses, but legally, in the like, if everything went well, it's limited because that's the nature of the beast. Kind of does that make yeah. sense a little bit? It's yeah, weird. Kinda, yeah. yeah, okay. So then, who? Yeah, and so right now we're in a situation where there's a temporary guardian, right? And it's all but being slowed down because of COVID. Ah, so. There, yes. We're in like a situation that nobody was prepared for. And I know that they were trying to have a Zoom hearing with her, which we talked about, where her fans were like hacking into the Zoom and like she couldn't to protest. So they got the link and they got see, this is why my court uses Skype. They bombed yeah. it. Yeah, they, they Zoom bombed it. Or, or I think they were actually allowed in as like members of the court, like in the uh, well, I don't know like what you call it. The peanut gallery kind of. Yeah, right? And then they just refused to leave when it was their time that they had were supposed to leave. That was stupid for the court to do that. That was really yeah, dumb. Yeah, really stupid. I don't yeah. know why what they, they would do that. What did they think was going to happen? And then mute them. Other, like, just yeah. shut them up. Yes. Yeah, just um, mute them I do. If we're going to throw them. around who's out there, though, Jamie Lynn Spears. I think her sister. I think her sister should step But you can't force up. it on someone. This is the mm. thing. But I'm saying, if I, if I'm saying, Ideal Henry world. gets incapacitated and Natalie, I stop <laughs> trusting you. Oh no. I'm going to take over his <laughs> what state. What I do. What I do. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, Natalie. I'm going to okay. take his, all his shoe collection. I'm going to keep it for myself. I'm just saying she is married to like this dude that owns this like, I think this like huge communications business. So it's like it's not that she is hurting for money. She's doing like she's doing all right. I know that she probably doesn't. She also has two young children, so I'm sure she doesn't have the time. 
But she, so she's in that new show, um, Steet, not Steel, Sweet Magnolia on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. A horrible show. Just got picked up for another season. I'm oh. saying that I think that she could, though, yeah. as, as someone that is close to her sister, take sure. part. Like, I feel like if I if I was in that situation, I'd say, okay, yeah. I would like to take a part of the personal, yeah. you know, like you were talking about, personal powers, the relationship yeah. part of it. Yes. And then and then hire someone that yeah. she trusted to take over the financial part of it. And that's a very good instinct for what happens in like we do that all the time where it's like um, their sibling comes in or their niece comes in and they're like, I don't I don't want to do the financial stuff because I, I don't really care to. And I also don't have the expertise, but I want to be there for the healthcare decisions. I want to be there for where they live. Yeah. I want to do the personal decision-making powers. And that's definitely doable. Um, the difficulty is that unless somebody steps up and says they want to do it and then they show that they can do it. Um, yeah, I'm with Jackie. I'm with you. I think I think the siblings would be the ideal yeah. people to But don't to worry. Help. Her mother is now also trying to get control again. Uh, her mother who <laughs> apparently like, signed off on breast implants before she... Like, right. that I'm was okay. sick of her. And this is a good segue to my, <sighs> I'm just going to get on yes. my soapbox for a second. Please do. I have, I have my hot take on this that I truly believe, like. I agree with you. We just should not have professional performers who are children. Like, nope. all child actors, all, anyone under 18, if you are under 18, you should not be able to do acting or singing or anything. I don't care if we need to go back like, to having, not professionally, like I don't care if we have to go back to like adult actors playing children. I don't know <laughs> what we have to do, but. You you guys, you, you, you I might even recruit you because uh, one of uh, a podcast that I have coming out soon, I will be talking about YouTube kids oh, because God. there is literally so creepy. zero protection for those kids. It's child labor. So if you think, if you think it's bad in, in the entertainment <sighs> business under SAG and everything, it is a wild west out there. The it's freelance all... world of ch child labor is so much worse yeah. than the unionized <laughs> That's it's actually all a parents. good point. It's all parents exploiting the kids. Oh There's really scary stuff yeah, on there, it's actually. Fucked. Really abusive it's stuff. Fucked up. I just wonder who's watching all that shit. I don't Yeah, it's like I honestly believe that like First of all, if you if you're if you're trying to get your child famous, you are making a choice that they don't understand that is going to affect them for the rest of their life. If they, if if because you, they want to please the parents, yeah. Right, and like if if you put like like Mary Kate Nashley, uh, mm. yeah, Shia LaBeouf, like all these kids who started really really young, you are choosing a life for them that is going to be completely insane and probably make them insane in the process, and they don't understand the weight of that, and you are making that decision for them, and that to me seems just so gross, and you're making money off of them. And like, I honestly think that we should just like shitty people. We should just ban child like labor in the entertainment industry altogether. I I don't want to see any more kid actors. I don't want to see any more kid singers. I don't care if it affects our entertainment. We have to completely she wants to rethink see adults entertainment. Playing babies. She wants to see swaddled adults see being held. De yeah, All the de yeah. technology now. I think it's great. I'm great at it. CGI that shit. Dancing baby. Everybody Remember loves that. Remember the Irishman? <laughs> that was, or Benjamin Button. There we go. Jackie, you hate child singers, so this will be perfect for you. You never yeah. have to hear a child sing again. I've, uh, my worst, I, back when I was doing a lot of commercial auditions, it was always death when I'd show up and see a bunch of kids Oof. and happen to do a scene. One time I had to do a, a commercial audition with a little boy 
and uh, a, a woman around my age, and I had to pretend, we had to pretend that they were my <laughs> wife, her, the boy's uh, mother, and she was depressed, and it was oh. for a depression medication, and so I had to sit there with the boy and be like, it's okay, mommy's just sad at the park today, mommy's and like, I'm like, this kid doesn't want to be here, this kid doesn't know what the fuck's happening, there's Don't no way that touch kid a child up. that's not yours? <laughs> no. Oh, the child, I had to have a child on my fucking lap, That bro. should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, that should be illegal, and I'm like, what if I'm some fucking Fucking crazy psycho. <laughs> That's mean, a great, yeah. It's awful. So the whole thing's horrendous. The whole thing is. And disgusting. how are there child labor laws for so many other things? And the only child labor law that I'm familiar with for the entertainment industry is like, make them twins if they're babies. There, there are a bunch of restrictions if it's under SAG. But okay. now but that if there it's under is, SAG. but now with reality TV and mm-hmm. YouTube, they have gotten around all those laws with loopholes. And those kids are and what about completely exploited. Like, yeah, it's not I mean, a, there's not, there's not even a lot. I find I, I'm traumatized by the audition process. Yeah, you think a child's like, oh I no, know. no, they're used to being turned down. Is that good? You know what I like, love? <laughs> I love watching the light leave an 11 year old's eyes. I really want to see <laughs> right when you realize you're a failure. Don't rush it. Yeah, yeah, the moment don't. you're rejected professionally as like a, <laughs> as a third grader and your soul love is crushed. Over it, over. Like, it reminds me it. of that part in uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is acting with this like child actor and she's <laughs> acting like a 40 year old the whole time. And so like, fun. I understand that like it actually is a very entertaining scene because she's like really like she's you know so pretentious and it's really cute but at the same time like but that like that girl probably is just that way in real life because she's been yeah. forced yeah. to be an adult yeah. and make like dis- d- adult decisions the real and have child an adult job. is that and if she got to be in that yes. movie you know that like her parents or somebody was being cutthroat and yeah. she's been training like there's such a line to me between like i did dance as a kid and I stopped because I wore panties with my leotard and I got made fun of. And so I was like, I don't want to go anymore. And my parents were like, well, okay, that's kind of weird. Just don't do th- But fine. All right, just stop. Ew, who is making fun of you because of your panties? <laughs> You're not supposed to wear them under I your know. leotard. I, can, I know that I can, now. No, no. I, I totally... Uh, I, not, I agree with you as a child <laughs> wanting to wear them, but you do get <laughs> chastised for wearing thing. them. Like, so Ooh. I stopped and they're like, all right, I guess that's not a thing we do anymore. So I liked dance a lot. That was the extent of it. And then I moved on. And obviously there are people who are more passionate about it and there's a middle ground. But if you think about like 20, you guys mentioned that she was like 20 hours a day. There is no child who cares about anything that much that they want to put the like legwork in. No pun intended. Yeah. Unless they think that their family won't eat because of it. And like that's not interest. Her life was so micromanaged that she was given an hour a day of free time that was timed. That she was allowed to spend on whatever she wanted. Right. So what is she even complaining about? 60 entire minutes? And I she know. just chooses it. Come on. And so, like when you are like good. 10, 11, 12 years old, you should be like eating dirt in the backyard or something. You should you not should be, be like under the scrutiny of an entire, yeah. yeah, like public eye. Or Holden. He's 38 and he still does it. Yeah. Seeing how hard you can slap yourself without <laughs> passing out. That's exactly what That's you should what be doing. That's what childhood is. That's the essence. The essence of childhood is like... See how far you can shove a bean up your nose. I, these kids should not be out here doing this. Trying to draw a boob from memory. <laughs> <laughs> the one boob you've seen. Just one boob. I, I will go. Uh, going from back memory. to the Who, I've got. I've got a pitch for you. Okay? okay. Pete Townsend. America's got Britney. 
America's Got oh Britney. God. We do a reality competition yeah. show to be a conservator. It would be amazing. I love it. I love it. Let's make money off We'll her. get Katy Perry <laughs> as ju- who's the judges? Ooh. Who's the judge? I guess it'd be actually Christina court and Jessica and Mandy. Yes. What about and Justin? Justin? Yeah, Justin yeah, has Justin her best in interest. There. He'll be the sweet one. He'll be like the. He'll be well, the also, kind to do one. Katy Perry because Katy Perry is actually. John Benet Ramsey. I don't know so if you is. know about that. Yeah, you don't right. know about that. I did hear that. Yeah. That's nice for her. So she should probably do it. Conspiracy theory or hard fact? What about oh. what about the Sprouses? Because they were childs. They were the babies. They were the two babies. Yes. Didn't one of them just get canceled though? One of them just got canceled. Uh, no, people. It, it was a fake canceling. They said oh, he was okay, canceled, okay. but like he wasn't really canceled. What did it he was, do? Allegedly. Uh, I literally, I, if I remember correctly nothing they were just saying like oh. it was one of those things that happened on twitter where like people were like cole sprouse is canceled i could be what wrong what is up with those like, hashtags i have been trying to figure that out like for he's months, over and you guys then, can tell yeah. me what is the... I, I honestly think nothing there was nothing to it yeah i think yeah. it's mostly just k-pop kids like bored yeah. <laughs> and that's a lot of what's going on i think with free britney to be quite honest yeah. with you it's just a lot like of right now especially People they need are to bored. be mad at something, mm-hmm. and so they're putting it towards that. Well, just like the protests, like the um, mm-hmm. I'm living in Arizona right now until uh, Monday, but because the courts have been virtual, and we had that whole protest where like Jake Paul broke into the mall here. Uh huh. And Ew. it's pe- he's sorry the that was worst. for Jake Paul, not no, you. No, absolutely. Uh, he's probably going to jail because the FBI yeah, just raided his McMansion. FBI just raided his home yesterday and took a bunch of firearms yeah. out of it that I don't think he's supposed glad. to be owning. So well, yeah, the guy he he does all this stuff with is like a check. He's a sex trafficker. <laughs> like who is the guy? The uh, what's his name? Because uh, there's I'm another Paul, it. right? There's a no. It's a it's another guy. He goes by like some. But there's the name. other Paul also who did the the suicide. He's got a forest. brother, but I don't remember his Logan. Maybe is it Logan Paul? I think it's Logan. It's yeah. Logan Paul. But I try to just I. Ugh. They're all gross. They don't talk. They hate. They don't talk to each other anymore. Oh no, are they okay? Um, but also, their father is uh, in a bunch of trouble too. Like he's got Shocking. a bunch of underage girl issues. So great. Good news. Oh, I don't like I don't like the words underage girl issues together in that no. order at all. No, that, no. Uh, what order do you like? Oy, oy, oy. Uh, separated in completely different sentences. <laughs> like I don't like them used in any kind Meat of order next to yeah. each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I think we fixed it. I think we solved. Yeah, we fixed it. Guys. We solved. Good yes. Good, good job. Cheers to everybody. Teamwork. We solved the free Britney yeah. issue. Well it's, done. It's fixed. Well done, team. We fixed. I just, I guess, everything. what I don't understand, and I had thrown this around right before um, we we recorded. It's just, how are they going to make more money off of her if she's not performing? Now, is there a reason? Mm. Do you think that, like, uh, according to the law, like, do you see a reason of why Larry Rudolph, who is one of you know the, one of the people that controls her, one of her agents, he's a manager. Okay. Okay. The manager, right? The one that t- said that she wouldn't be performing anymore, and that that Ever? opened, that came out and said that she, well, he, she said she might not perform again, and also said that the tour, or not the tour, the Las Vegas show was going to be canceled. So this is a going back a little bit. That this was last year. Okay. Okay. Is there a way for them to continue to make money if she's not actively making money? I mean the. I feel like this is maybe less legal and more me speculating. 
Because my short answer is yes. And I think I had alluded to this when you mentioned like a single that they re-released. It to me seems like they could live a lifetime. Everybody around her could live a comfortable lifestyle for their lifetimes on doing the whole like, let's do a greatest hits album because I want a new beach house. Like that kind of. You know, think of how many Beatles' greatest hits albums there are without anybody making new material. And then once you hit a certain point, then you start remastering it and remixing it. And so, like... Disney Disney does that really well, too. Or they're like, from the vaults, we're re-releasing this movie that... Right, nostalgia value. exactly the same. So I think in the sense of, like, profitability, she is so profitable even in her absolute worst condition that that's not really going to make or break anything. I feel like it's probably not in their best interest to keep her from performing. But uh, I don't know. Maybe the Free Britney... This, oh, God, this is a way that the Free Britney thing could actually backfire. Because if they're like, it's too risky, it actually could harm her, or at least harm this arrangement, if we put her out there too much. Because then people remember she exists and think that she's capacitated. And so let's just... No. Let's yeah, just full, yeah. you know, stop everything. I mean, yeah, that's a risk. Yeah, well, yikes! I think we've got everything <laughs> fixed, sorted, and figured out, out and, and happy great ending job for everyone. Everybody. Yeah, but <laughs> we solved it. Yay! Yeah. We did. We solved it. Yay! Yay! I would just like I would use this time for me personally to reiterate what we said on the show, which is if you care about her, you know, send her good energy send her prayers or whatever the fuck you do just let her have her space man she needs it she doesn't need you to like standing outside her house and screaming no, and... you're not helping her at yeah, all you wouldn't want someone stay outside your house and yelling even if they were yelling in support of you so don't do it to I her. Wouldn't mind if you did that though brooke i would kind of like well, it I, I just, but most fridays i do that so that's true i can't wait for that to pick up again one person just being like be nice to Holden. Just be nice to it. Just like to the general whoever, my, I guess my wife or whatever. Yeah. Just people screaming. Treat him well today. I'd be like, thank you, kind stranger. It's uh, a town crier in front of your house. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Take that Britney energy and just be nice to the people in your life. Mm, yeah. And don't, oh, that's a nice don't put, put your kids into slave labor, please. Yeah, don't be an asshole parent. And Jesus, fuck, don't have kids if you're not ready. It's me on my <laughs> mini soapbox that is unrelated, but I'm with you, girl. I can't help but think about yeah. I mean, yeah, Jamie Ooh. Spears and Lynn Spears probably shouldn't. The, you know the best sign that Jamie, Jamie Spears Lynn. and Lynn Spears. That's what I'm saying. Like the best sign that, that shows that they probably together. weren't ready to have kids was that they were like one of their children. And they were that just was like a subsequent child. Yeah, there's like okay, this one we're just gonna give we're just gonna give them <laughs> the whole the whole name is just gonna be our combined names and then we're just gonna see what happens. Like you know, I, maybe wait a few years, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. I would feel like a real loser if I were the older child, but I didn't get both the names because they don't. <laughs> you pass me over. You're anyway. like, yeah, that one's Brittany. Sure, <laughs> we can't have a kid because. A kid named Henry Natalie or Natalie Henry is not a good look, I don't think. Ooh. Yeah, it's a Nata Hen. Oh, Nata that's kind of nice. Sounds like a that's bird. That's actually cute, though. I yeah. like that. All right. All right. Are we, uh, are we ready to sign off? Yeah, yeah. I guess my, my takeaway is, um, Brooke and I say this a lot, that there's probably no great black or white answer. There's nuance to the scenario. We don't know everything that's going on. But what I will say kind of definitively is... 
this is just a really fucked up story. And listening to your guys' yeah. series, um, Jesus Christ, a lot of child star stories are fucked up and sad. But this one, um, they really set her up for failure. And I think that's yeah. why we're where we are. All the fixes are kind mm-hmm. of retrospective at this point. So, Yeah, on a, on a very human level, she was just failed by everyone in her life repeatedly yeah, and exploited absolutely. by people and like the, the i think what really caused this is just her family just did not take care of her a lot of assholes i know yeah. man and it's such a problem if your family can't protect you yeah yeah what do we do as a society I don't and know. it, I don't it, think it shouldn't make answer. it worse but it kind of does that apparently it sounds like she's a really fucking nice person and yeah. that yeah. shouldn't make everybody a difference, says she's God so nice damn it yeah. like yeah, no, it's, it's worse. It sucks. Yeah. 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 Where's Ellen's conservator? Yeah. Whatever. Whoa. All right. All right. Enough with <laughs> the Ellen shit. Ellen. Well, thank you guys so much for having thank us on the show. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, thank this, you. Yeah, this has been so much, much fun. As much as it was very sad, but I really yeah. appreciate you guys shedding more light on the situation a little so bit. Glad but it this is worked out. Super again, informative. You know, it's there. There's so much that we are not going to know. Yeah. Until either something bad happens or. Or something or maybe good happens. It gets better. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hope or it just does. quiets down. Yeah, which yeah. could mean yeah. it's working. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, we're always looking for best case scenario, not perfect scenario. And you think that with every family sure. guardianship situation. You know, yeah. no yeah, one's perfect, totally. but who's there? Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so thank much guys for coming for, on. Your information was, so was invaluable. Fun. And it was super yeah. fun. Yeah. Where can, uh, where can people listen to your show? Oh, we're on everything. We're on um, we're on Spotify. We are on Apple Pods. Um, again, it's exceedingly persuasive, and the, it's XX exceedingly persuasive, um, not EX. Uh, and then the yeah, chromosomes. yeah, it's cool. The chromosomes. The yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, oh. we're, we're very edgy. Yeah, look at us go. Um, we're also straight edge. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> that we have... is inaccurate. <laughs> I know from personal experience. We're not we're straight, straight edge. edge. <laughs> uh, that's, Stay that's... edge, bitches. Um, we have a website that is getting launched thanks to Ethan Lindsay, who has been putting tireless efforts Yeah, he's been putting in. a website together for us. So you can, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. com, As you would assume. Um, and you can look at my face and sometimes other stuff on Instagram at mkzjoybrennan. And on Twitter, I tweet about my mom a lot these days. Um, and that's get me to <laughs> a nunnery. Nice. It is nice. But with the number two, the last night my cat was scratching the couch and she's like, must we Lyndon? And I was like, mom, what are you talking about? She's like, like Lyndon Johnson. I don't know. No explanation. I don't know. Needed. Your I don't know mom what you mean, but Great. it was nice. So you, know, you can find me on Twitter at BKE Rogers. You can find me on Instagram at Brooke Angeline. And we, we like hearing your guys' opinions on, mm-hmm. on the stuff and hearing from you guys. So you can DM us there. Even if they're negative, we'll take them. We'll take it. <laughs> and since this is a crossover, oh, yeah. uh, I will say for, for the people listening to this on the Exceedingly Persuasive feed, uh, you can check out Page 7 and Page 7 Pop History on Spotify. And uh, check me out, twitch.tv forward slash holdenatorso. And you can uh, see Jackie and I do a very drunken stream on Friday nights at Ooh. 6 p.m. ET if you want to find us there. It's delightful. Everyone should watch it. Thank you. I'll tune in next Friday. Is tomorrow Friday? I'm going to tune in. Yes. Hell yeah. Check it Hell out. Yeah, 6 p.m. ET. Please do. Okay. We get very drunk on White Claw. People 
pay us. I will too. And from a distance. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Thank you guys again so much for having us. Thank you guys. I'm Natalie Jean. You can find me at the Natty Jean, and we are also at page seven LPN on some bullshit on the internet. Hell yeah. Look it up. All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And um don't be shitty parents, I guess, everyone. <laughs> we'll That's try not to be. That's what we've learned. Be yep. good parents. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.